When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Steelers are sure to bring plenty of drama to HBO's Hard Knocks this season. Mark it down. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting, and welcome to the 2020 Steelers season. It is now the offseason for Pittsburgh as they have missed the playoffs for the second straight year. This is why there should be no suspense in this one respect the Steelers one of the NFL's most storied franchises, is a shoe-in to appear on the 2020 edition of HBO's Hard Knocks. That's the documentary-style all-access peek into NFL training camps. And why are they a shoe-in? Because by virtue of missing the playoffs for now two straight seasons, the Steelers are eligible for the first time in the show's existence. Choosing the Steelers and their picturesque training camp backdrop of old Latrobe for hard knocks is a mortal lock simply because the opportunity may never arise again under current NFL qualification criteria. That criteria gives playoff teams a pass. There's also a pass for teams with first-year head coaches. The Steelers have neither this time around. And of course, Steelers Nation brings with it a built-in fan base that is sure to boost ratings for a Steelers hard knock season. But that's not all. There's even a bigger reason Pittsburgh is about to get the HBO treatment at this summer's training camp. It's all about the storylines and drama the Steelers will bring to the show. Simply put, it will be must-see TV. You want drama? We begin with aging quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. He's battling back from elbow surgery. The entire Steelers season could be hanging on that surgically repaired, rehabbing, throwing elbow of Big Ben's. And we just don't know how that arm is going to respond or how a soon-to-be 38-year-old quarterback and however many pounds heavier Big Ben will hold up in his 17th season with the team. Then there's the maturation of Mason Rudolph, currently Big Ben's underperforming backup. It certainly didn't go well in Rudolph's first stint as a starter in 2019. 
His inexperience morphed into ineptitude. A concussion was compounded by being clobbered over the head by his own helmet and the insult of being benched for the undrafted, weak-armed Duck Hodges was topped by injury soon after Rudolph's less-than-triumphant return in the playoff-ending loss to the Jets. Now we know Rudolph's season-ending injury and very subsequent surgery was far more serious than we knew. More on that in a minute. Without doubt, the rebuilding of the offense will begin with the quarterback situation, something Hard Knocks would document in dramatic detail, but it doesn't end there. Over the past two years, the Steelers have been depleted of a plethora of big playmakers, and they've yet to find adequate replacements. This year sets up something of a redemption season for Juju Smith-Schuster, who failed and even floundered as an elite number one receiver. Yet, the Steelers' young pass-catching core is emerging. Rookie Deontay Johnson is a star in the making, and second-year receiver James Washington showed flashes of greatness and a knack for splash plays. He just needs more consistency and to stay on the football field. All of this would fuel fireworks on hard knocks. But the biggest offensive hole to be filled is at running back. Cancer survivor James Conner, Pittsburgh product himself, is a great storyline. But he's been injured far too much of the time. His backups, Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell Jr., remain works in progress. Surely the Steelers will have to try to bring in or draft a bell cow running back for that shaky backfield. A real running game would make this offense work, and it would allow the Steelers' stellar defense to really shine into the stratosphere. Just think if the Steelers could control the football shorten the game, and allow that surging defense to make huge plays when they were on the field and then get plenty of rest in between. To me, that sounds like a Steelers formula for that elusive seventh Super Bowl win. And the all-seeing eyes of Hard Knocks would be there to capture the compelling, camera-ready coach Mike Tomlin and his team as they tinker in the football lab that is Lake Trobe best reason for the Steelers to appear on Hard Knocks? You just know that seeing his old team on the weekly TV will compel out-of-football Antonio Brown to go on a tweet storm of epic proportions with each and every episode. A.B. just can't help himself. It's as if the Steelers continue to rent space in his head. This would be yet more publicity for the show, and Brown will not be able to resist, just as he took a season-ending tweet shot at Juju and his subpar season. But at least he had a season, A.B. We can't say as much about you. And it still sticks in Brown's crawl that Smith-Schuster was voted team MVP of the Steelers in 2018 over Brown. So yes, Antonio will be watching for sure. All this is why you can mark it down. And you heard it here first. HBO will draft the Steelers for hard knocks this season. There is no second choice. And I have more proof and more possible storylines in the podcast as we go and survey the literature out there as all the Steelers scribes and tweeters wrap up this season of a subpar 8-8 and record. 
but we know we have a new decade and we have a new attempt by your favorite football team to try to build another dynasty. So here we go, Steelers. Of course, Mike Tomlin is going to be downplaying the drama at quarterback. And this after a wild duck season behind center for the Steelers. A duck who finally drowned in the downpour in Baltimore to end the season at a respectable 8-8, eight and eight, but one that should have been better because the Steelers lost those last three games when the playoffs were on the line. And that is another failure for this team. But here's how Pittsburgh Post-Gazette sums up Tomlin's take on his QB situation. He addressed his iffy quarterback group and a number of other subjects during his final news conference of the regular season. Ben Roethlisberger, who was replaced on injured reserve, as we all know, after the second game, is still recovering from that elbow surgery, and we will get a medical update on February 1st. And Thomas says, quote, that will be significant in terms of mapping out what is next, unquote. Tomlin did not disclose a date when Roethlisberger will begin throwing. But Big Ben has, telling the Post-Gazette, quote, OTAs, minicamp, somewhere in there. Just taking it nice and slow, doctor's orders, it's all about what they say, unquote. No word on what the doctors or the team has to say about Roethlisberger's obvious but undisclosed weight gain, behind that bushy beard of his, but that's another story. Just like this year, Roethlisberger's backup next season will be Mason Rudolph, as the Post-Gazette continues writing. Quote, Mason is the backup, unquote, Tomlin said of his second-year man who was 5-3 and three as a starter. Quote, I'm comfortable with Mason. I'm disappointed he missed the amount of time he did. He had an opportunity to grow and get a lot of experience, unquote. Tomlin did not dismiss the possibility of adding a veteran quarterback to the mix, but he said that is something he and the coaching staff will discuss in detail in the coming weeks. Quote, I don't even know what the potential market is as I stand here, to be quite honest with you, Tomlin said. I'm just not ready to weigh in on those options. They're open to any and all options that will allow us to put the strongest football team on the field. But to stand before you and act like I have an understanding of the depths of the quarterback market would be an untruth, unquote. As a side note on Rudolph, I'll tell you this, Jerry Dulac with the Post-Gazette reports that the quarterback's injury was far more serious than we all first believed. Dulac tweets, quote, Doctors were worried Mason Rudolph's aorta could be punctured with a rare and dangerous injury sustained versus the Jets and his surgical procedure was performed by a trauma surgeon, unquote. That's a wow there, and we're glad and we're praying for Mason to make a full recovery so he really has a chance to state his case as a backup and potential eventual starter for the Steelers. Both of those are in question at this point. Aside from free agency, here is the roster of picks the Steelers hold in the 2020 draft in April. This will be how they improve their team, and it's historically how the Steelers build, through the draft and with sprinkling of free agency. But they will have to do it without a first-round pick this year. You'll remember they traded what will be the 18th overall selection to the Dolphins in return for star safety Minka Fitzpatrick, and it was a bargain. 
No complaints here. But for the picks they do have to build for 2020, it's round two, which is pick 49, round four, which is pick 114, round four, pick 117, and let's see, round six, pick 179, and round seven, pick 210. So, you know, it's not like they're getting the cream of the crop here. But I figure the Steelers to draft a running back, a tight end, some offensive line depth near the top of that cluster of picks. But will the 2020 Steelers actually be any better than these two teams now that have failed to make the playoffs these past two seasons? Kevin Gorman, writing for Trib Live, is dubious at best. He says, quote, If this season taught the Pittsburgh Steelers anything, it should be that nothing is guaranteed. Not a winning record, not the playoffs, not even strong quarterback play, which was the one thing the Steelers could count on for the previous 15 seasons. The reality is the Steelers didn't beat a playoff team this season, and there's no guarantee they're going to be better next year, even with Big Ben back. The Steelers have no choice but to bring in a veteran quarterback just in case Roethlisberger isn't ready, unquote. Now, I say 2019 also taught us that this is finally your father's and your grandfather's Steelers defense. They are that good. On this side of the football, the drama with the defense seems to be how good and how nasty they can become but only if key pieces remain on the team. One of those is the long-maligned but now-prized linebacker Bud Dupree. He finally reached his potential and is now due a huge payday to keep him paired with J.T. Watt as a premier pass-rushing duo in all of the NFL. Here is the Post-Gazette on Tomlin's priorities on defense. Quote, Roethlisberger's health will be the most important storyline of the offseason. But Bud Dupree's status is close behind. The fifth-year outside linebacker can become an unrestricted free agent in March, but the Steelers can place the franchise tag on him and prevent him from hitting the open market. Quote from Tomlin, He's a priority for us, but we haven't had extensive meetings defining that. But make no mistake, Bud Dupree is a priority for us, unquote. The defensive priorities don't stop with Dupree, however. Here is Corman on what else the Steelers should do to keep that D strong. Quote, the Steelers shouldn't let Dupree walk even if it costs $16.26 million in 2020. That's the price for making Bud the Steelers' franchise tag player. But that's not all. The Steelers must exercise the fifth-year option on Watt by this May and should be seeking to sign him to a long-term deal in 2021, unquote, from Gorman. In other words, this position at outside linebacker to keep this dynamic duo in place is going to suddenly be a huge part of the Steelers' payroll, yet it looks to me like it will be money well spent. All this is the right kind of drama for the Steelers, and that's a nice positive change. For a reminder of the wrong kind of drama, we check in with two Browns, Antonio and Cleveland, just for some laughs.
First, A.B. He tweeted about Juju's subpar season, even though A.B. himself sat out pretty much the entire NFL season, except for that little cameo role with the Patriots. He tweeted this, quote, Boo Boo Schuster was ready under 500. You bum, learn some respect, unquote. Not sure what that means. Well, there is an actual translation and there's an official AB translator on Twitter, and he deciphered that tweet to mean this, quote, instead of calling him Juju, I'm going to call him Boo Boo. You were really under 500 receiving yards this year after coming at me. Learn some respect, you bum, unquote. So we kind of get it, you know, we kind of get where AB's coming from. And that tweet came in response to Juju's own tweet, which read, quote, Tough season all around this year. 2020 will be different. Thank you to everyone who has continued to believe in me and support this team through the struggles this season, unquote. I can almost hear the fiddles and the the, the weeping violins, whatever you want to call it, as Juju tweets out this somber end-of-season note. My take for both of these guys, stay off social media and concentrate on football. But they won't. You know, some things never change, and they certainly won't change in 2020. Neither will Cleveland, so it seems. Here's some stats on the Browns' continued ineptitude, which we love to hear about in Pittsburgh. After the Browns parted ways with yet another coach and general manager, Jamison Hensley tweeted this much-needed perspective. Quote, the Browns are now searching for their 12th head coach and 10th general manager since returning to the NFL in 1999. A look at the rest of the AFC North over that time? Ravens, two head coaches, two general managers. Steelers, two head coaches, one GM. Bengals, four head coaches, one GM. And David Todd tweets to tell us why the Steelers are so consistently good. Hint, it starts with coaching consistency. To wit, quote, Bill Cowher, 240 games coached in his career, 59 games over 500, winning percentage of 623. Mike Tomlin, 208 games coached in his career, 59 games over 500, winning percentage 642. Both Super Bowl champions. Some might like one more than the other, but both pretty damn impressive, unquote. And so it goes. And so begins 2020 for the Steelers and its fans. Simply put, the stage is set for a very important, impactful off-season and training camp to come. Of course, we plan to cover it each and every week here on the podcast. So stay tuned, download it every Wednesday, wherever you download your favorite audio. And let's keep you up to date on all things Steelers. After all, there is no off-season in the NFL or on the Steelers Update Podcast. So stay with us and stay with Live for all your Steelers news.